Dave O'Tommy Callum here for the podcast. You know, I'm annoyed. I'm frustrated. Yep. I'm upset. What's new? Well, that's so <laughs> true. <laughs> no, uh, we went out yesterday for a couple of bevs and yep. we thought we'd get ourselves a cheeky cheese board. Because there's nothing better than having a bit of cheese with a with a lovely little beverage. Yeah. I mean, one of my faves is going to Woolies and getting a Mercy Valley. Mm. Love a bit of Mercy mm. Valley, the yeah, crumbly, okay. good gear. It probably goes for like seven bucks for a, for a block of cheese. Nice. Yeah, and and when you make it yourself, you know, you put the whole block out and mm. it's gone within like a few minutes because we're all oh, ravenous geez. when it comes to cheese. <laughs> it is. How good is it though? You get a bit of pastrami, a bit of meat, mm. some prosciutto. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. When you go somewhere and buy a cheese board, you get like only like maybe a quarter of the yeah. cheese, you, but you get some nice deli meats and stuff. But... They're never that cheap. No, this is what it. This is what shocked me. I can't mm. even get the words out because I'm honestly appalled. I yes. looked at the cheese board yesterday and I thought, hey, five selections, cute, a creamy cheese, a cheddar cheese, a mm-hmm. dip, maybe yeah. a little something, something, like some sun-dried tomatoes. Yep. They wanted to set us back $75. Yeah, $75 is outrageous. How do you, how, do, how does someone justify $75 for like, a, a little bit of cheese <laughs> and a little bit of meat that like no. doesn't even fill you up. It's it's bull. It's bullshit. No, <laughs> I'm it, livid about this. But it's exactly right. That's seventy five dollars. You start comparing in your head, and when you mention the seventy five dollar cheese fight, you start comparing things. You're like, that's a video game. That's yeah. you know. A hard, I, I, I was going to say a hard drive. I don't know where my mind's going with this mm. tech stuff, but it's an expensive amount. Where do these people get off? Honestly. Especially when you can go to a different place and their cheese board might only be 20, 30 bucks. And it's like, how are you justifying 75 right now? And there is no skill involved in a cheese board. No. You are literally getting it from the fridge no. and placing it yeah. on a wooden and, board. And the people that eat the cheese board have to do everything themselves. You have to spread the cheese on yes. your own cracker. You have to get your own bloody... You're right. You're not paying manual labour for a chef to make some, yeah, delicacy, yeah. right? It is 10 blocks of Mercy Valley cheese you could get for $75. I think you just need to bring a bag of that cheese around in, with, with you. <laughs> just bring it to the city. If we ever go out for bevs, just take it to whatever nice cheese establishment yeah. and bring our own cheese. Someone, how we do it. someone brings the cheese. Someone brings the meat. Someone brings the board. The Another dips. person brings a knife oh, yeah, and, the, and the dips. For the fear of God in these cheese places where they see us rolling up as a squad <laughs> with our different amenities of the cheese platter. <laughs> oh, no, the cheese crew are back. <laughs> Uh, Let's get into the podcast. You're listening to Davo, Tom and Callum, the podcast. You know what really grinds my gears? I'll tell you what, when I buy Pop-Tarts, right, communally for the office, I go around telling everyone, I bought this box of Pop-Tarts, feel free, help yourself, they're communal. Yeah, you Mm. did say communal, I bought them, then we found out your mum bought them, but hey, still communal, I suppose. It was your intention to bring the Pop-Tarts in and And feed everyone's hunger. And you're quite a generous man, you do share your food and you do share your things, unlike some people in this studio. Mm. But anyway. (laughs) But anyway, yes, I brought in these Pop-Tarts, and then the other morning, I'm like, you know what? After the show, I'd love a, I'd love a pop tart. So I go over to the box of pop tarts mm-hmm. that's still sitting in the position yeah, above they, the microwave. They had been there for ages, like mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah. And I then go to pull out one, and I get an empty sheet. I'm like, oh, someone's put an empty sheet back in there. That's okay. And then I look inside the box. There's only empty sheets. Someone's eaten the last bloody Pop-Tart and then popped the empty (laughs) box back. And it's like, out of the goodness of my soul and heart, I've given people Pop-Tarts and they can't even put it in the bin. So I'm sat there and get teased by this empty box of Pop-Tarts. 
You know it's, what really grinds my gears? Yeah. Mm. Kills me. It's a real tease, isn't it? Because And you've been flaunting the fact that it's communal. Obviously, it's a nice deed, but, you know, there's an understanding that, hey, this guy bought them. The least you can do if you're going to take a Pop-Tart is don't taunt him with the box. Yeah. Don't leave the box there. The way Callum talks about this, it really does make me feel like he... Has done this. I did. No, I had one pop tart. I had one pop tart. You kept. You keep going. It was communal, though. It was communal, and I have a feeling that it was you that did this. It'd be one of the biggest betrayals in the history of this earth. Yeah, look, that's not quite. It's not good etiquette, is it at all? No, no. Do you know what else isn't good etiquette? Um, When you two, in the middle of our radio show, go out the front of our office, our working office, and shave each other's faces. That's called camaraderie. Okay. That's yeah, that's what people wear badges of honour for. Yes. That's camaraderie. And of that course, was I, was going to, I, was going Melbourne, I was going to Melbourne that week and actually I needed a shave. I didn't want to take my razor on the plane. I'm yeah. just being yeah. a good friend. You needed to shave, but you didn't need Tom to shave you and you didn't need to do it during our show. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is so insane to me. Time yeah. is precious. Yeah. You have to get to the airport We in were haste. being efficient with our time that's by it. shaving during the show. Yeah, and sure. me shaving him. And that's not the first time that's happened, which is concerning. <laughs> you did make a good point, no. Dave quality point that any other workplace it would be very very weird to shave your mate at the front yes including this one not any other one just including all workplaces would be strange what grinds your gears in the office there's got to be something maybe like people aren't filling up the ice tray Mm. you know what another thing that's going on around here people are drinking half cans of coke and then putting them back in the fridge Mm. Uh, who's doing these things that really really annoys me not because of the wasted can but hey because it's not carbonated anymore who's drinking that it more revolts me than anything well I hate to name and shame, but I reckon that's Taylor from Workday. I, uh, I, I reckon, I reckon Taylor took my last Pop-Tart as well. I'm making the call live on air. I reckon it's Taylor. We're going to have to fight her on this. So we got a few texts come through, this first one. You know what really grinds my gears? I have a co-worker that won't stop making random niche references to Family Guy. That really grinds my gears. Most of the time we have no idea what he's talking about. Poor choice for me to use the Family Guy grub in <laughs> <Yeah>. this break. <laughs> this next text here. You know what says, really grinds my gears? What grinds my gears is work is passive aggressive emails and phrases like "as per my last email" yeah. and look forward to hearing from you. <laughs> you don't, Kathy. So just go away. Oh man, the email email violence around an office just goes off. I think it's in every workplace. But hey, we've also got our last text here. You know what really grinds my gears? There's a woman at my work that loves to go on tirades about how messy the kitchen is. Who literally cares, Jamie? Either clean it yourself or buy your lunch like the rest of us. Jamie, <laughs> the name and shame of Jamie. It's strife, man. <laughs> Look, we're going over to Prospect where we've got Angus on the line. And uh, Angus, mate. You know what really grinds my gears? What grinds your gears? When they drink a little bit of milk. Or they put it back empty at the bottom. Yeah. Oh, drink, when there's sure. only a dribble left in it and you're like, why'd you put this back? Yes. Yeah, you know what? There was a conversation in this office about that uh, just the other day as well. Somebody's been doing that here. Angus, are you going to try and find this culprit that's doing this in your office? Oh, we have to. We have to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I reckon we need to find out who ate the rest of your pop tarts. And I, I have a feeling that we know him very well, Tom. <laughs> you assume it's me. It's not. I had one Callum. pop tart and Tom cooked it. No, no, no. Callum. He, had, he cooked it himself. He witnessed it in front uh, of we'll me. We'll see about that. Callum, in your own words. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> also, uh, just got a text in from Taylor from Workday. The Coke cans were her. Mm, Who knows that? It. She could have Who been the pop tarts. <laughs> Who admits it on, on the text line? First you get the sugar, then you get the power, then you get the Dave o, Tom and Callum. Callum podcast. Guys, the the most bogan name 
has come out. Um, this lady, I don't know what she was thinking, but pretty much we found this TikTok. Do you ever regret what you named your kid? So, no. My son's name is Holden Commodore. And originally we wanted to call him Commodore, but it's actually illegal in Australia. It's on the list of illegal names to call your child. She's ca she's called the poor kid Holden Commodore. Broom, broom. <laughs> it's, it's up there, you well, know. There's yeah. regular names, like, you know, that would annoy me to have. But to be named after a car, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just... Sorry, go on. Uh, just nuts that you'd think holding Commodore's a good name. Yeah, like... I mean, she, when she says Commodore's illegal, um, of course... I mean, you told me that it's a Navy sort of name, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a high-ranking officer. So I'm thinking, is it illegal because of, like, maybe fraud or something later down the track? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's um uh, that's true because there's a lot of names that are illegal, like, you know, um, president or prime minister or mm -hmm. those sort of ones, yeah, like okay. any titles. Yeah, yeah, so you could have been doctor. You could have automatically no. allocate your kid as a bachelor of medicine maybe with some Dr. <laughs> Tom. Maybe with some creative <laughs> spelling. I yeah, don't know. yeah. <laughs> you I've actually got a list here of band names in Australia. Does it yeah. get much more worse than Commodore, do you reckon? Yes. And it's what concerns me of this list is that has someone tried to call their baby this name? <laughs> okay. Because that's what... Yeah. This is insane. All yeah. Right? yeah. All right. Give us some. Monkey. Monkey. No. No. <laughs> that's a terrible name. Scrotum. Oh, that's horrible. Why would you even want to? Snort. Yuck! I still think scrotum's the worst. I would yeah. rather snort and monkey. I'd rather snort monkey over snort over monkey. Just straight. Now, and what happens if you hyphenate <laughs> these names? Are they still illegal? Yeah, surely uh, not. Surely it becomes its own breed, right? Like the snort monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've sorted out my kids' name. Ranger. No, that's just <laughs> bullying, isn't it? <laughs> I wouldn't want to be called that either. Mary Juana. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That see that goes back to the hybrid. Obviously, yeah. it's gone into the hybrid. You think it's a safe spot, and it's not. Chow Tao. Don't even, Don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> and this was my favourite. And if someone has tried to call their child this, I'm not sure. This actually might be the most bogan name going. All right. Bonghead. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what? I changed that. <laughs> You're listening to Dave Tom and Callum, the podcast. We had, we're talking about things you are still waiting for. Of course, Tom and I, Davo, we went to Tame Impala last night. Concert, massive yeah. Australian band, if you don't know. It was uh, it was meant to be back in 2019. Yeah. Okay. So it's been a three-year stint coming. So for people that maybe don't know Tame Impala, what sort of bangers do they whip out? So... Oh. Bunch of psychedelic, yeah. uh, okay. old rock, triple J, like yeah, there's uh, stuff like this. Yeah. yeah, this is a banger. Yeah, it's a good song. So yeah, a bunch of big hits, and of course, it's so exciting. One of the biggest bands ever to grace yeah. Australia, biggest exports out to international as well, and they've come here after three years of it being cancelled. Yeah, so they were meant to be here back in 2019, and mm -hmm. then complications happened, and then they were rescheduled for 2020, and then COVID happened, then yeah. 2021, and still COVID, and now finally, at the end of 2022, we got to see them, and after all this time mm. of waiting... Uh, me and Callum were like, oh, let's, let's get into the mosh. So we like started pushing through to the front. We got into the mosh and this place is packed to the mm -hmm. brim, right? Yeah, okay. Like all the way to the rafters. Is that the Adelaide Entertainment Centre, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Massive venue, heaps of people. Heaps of people. So me and Callum are moshing. It's all good. And then he sort of looks at me and gives me this look. I'm like, oh, that doesn't look good. And then <laughs> from the heat and like lack of dinner, 
Callum's fainted <gasps> in the yeah. middle of the mosh. Luckily, there were like some nice people there helped helped me get him up and take him out. And then uh, me and our friend Yanni that we're with had to just sit outside with him till he sort of came good with some water. Yeah. Callum. After all this time of waiting, <laughs> three <laughs> we, years, so we missed the last thirty uh, minutes of the show. You are a liability, mate. I know. <laughs> yeah. It was horrible as well because, like, of course, three years. And I was like coming into this concert. There was people we met. Like some of our mates had gotten rid of their tickets. They'd sold their tickets because they never thought the concert would happen Mm -hmm. ever there's also other people we knew that you know three years ago they got the ticket now they've got a new job they can't go so they missed out and I thought what a grueling punishment that you couldn't go to Tame Impala and then I think what an even more grueling punishment that you faint at Tame Impala (laughs) drag your mates out to the stairwell (laughs) and make them uh, miss out on the last 30 minutes of a banger encore and set how many (laughs) reschedules do you reckon this had Oh, uh, it's had three. Three. Three in total yeah. rescheduled. Yeah, so yeah. it definitely had been waiting and waiting, and then old mate here ruins yep. it. Suddenly yep. carcass. <laughs> and I had the worst fear that Kevin Parker, the lead singer, was going to do the whole, this guy needs to get out, let's move him out. Yeah, That's yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> we're, pretty, we're pretty close up, like it very well could have happened. Someone takes it in, though, right off the bat with a concert. Parkway Drive and Amity Affliction. Well, Dave, right up your alley. Yeah, that's someone after my own heart. Absolutely. I mean, I'll give this person a little bit of kudos off air, Dave. You said this could be my future husband. I didn't say that. <laughs> did. I believe I heard it too. We got uh, bought Stormzy tickets in 2019, delayed three times and due to play next month, and it's just been cancelled. That yeah, that's rough as. Bad time. It's a bit similar to Tame Impala, isn't it? Yeah. I Even like Blink-182, I got tickets to the Adelaide show, but that's not until February 2024. It's nuts when when you saw the 2024. I think everyone's hopes have given up a little bit. Yeah, it's so far away. What about this one here? I'm I'm waiting for Blockbuster to catch me. I still have three DVDs I hired back in 2011. There's Bandit on the loose. (laughs) Yeah, we need to catch him. Someone takes it in. I'm still waiting for my, well, um, wife. Yeah, right. Okay. Maybe they are waiting for love as well. Yeah, waiting for love. I love this one here as well. Last text. I'm still waiting for a satisfying session. Am I right, Davo? All right, all right, all right. I get older. The Davo Tom and Callum podcast stays the same age. Stumbled across a massive bombshell in the music industry, and I thought I'd bring it to your attention, guys, because you didn't seem to know anything about it. Mm. But hey, the song Mr. Brightside, of course, by the Kings. Do you know, fun fact about that song? Sure. It was actually in the charts in the UK for 13 years in the yeah. top wow. 100 songs. Yeah, 100%. Mm. So it's been one of the biggest chart-selling songs in the top 100 all the time. But hey, the lyrics that you know and love aren't exactly what they seem. Are you saying when I go sing this song at karaoke, I'm doing it wrong? Exactly. In front of everyone, you're doing it wrong, and it's always been wrong. And I'm thinking it's been the same for everyone else because there's such weird lyrics that apparently they actually are. So the part where it says, Gotta get out of my cage, I've been doing just fine. Yep, mm. classic. Brandon Flowers, the lead singer, came out and he said they were different. Oh, what are they? They're actually, let me get it right here. Mm. <laughs> Coming out of Nick Cage. And I'm oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! Nick, Nick Cage from Wicker Man there. Yeah, <laughs> coming out of Nick Cage and I've been doing just fine, apparently. Coming out of Nick Cage? What Nick does that even mean? Coming out of Nick Cage. How do you come out of Nick Cage? <laughs> I 
I have a feeling that Brandon Flowers is just taking the absolute mickey. Because yeah, oh, that absolutely. Song, surely. He, he has be, to be. He surely would be overplaying that song constantly. He's trying to put a bad bad name to it, you know yeah. what I mean? Just finally terminate it for good. Hey, if it's got Nick Cage attached, maybe people would be a bit wary. <laughs> maybe he said it to try and get 14 years in the charts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Dave Tom and Callum, the podcast. So we're going up to the Northern Territory for this next mm. story. Have you guys ever been up there? No, never. never. I'd, I'd love to. I mean, it's on the I'll bucket see you list. In the uh, please do. We can go to the alligator farm. <laughs> yeah, I've actually went up there like years ago uh, with work. Um, oh, yeah. And let me tell you, Pugs and I went to Monsoon's, the nightclub there. Oh, yeah. And it is... Uh, it's a different world. It's a different world. Yeah, it's it seems a, like it. It is full on. Yeah, okay. What's the what's the go up in Darwin then? Oh, it's, what are the people like? What's the city like? The what's monsoons is, like? The thing is, is that it's so like hot there, so it feels very holiday vibes. So everyone's mm. lowered inhibitions, and it's just a bit of craziness. It's a bit looser. Would you say looser than the Adelaide crowd? Absolutely. No way. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on up in the NT? Yeah. So the police has had to issue out a warning to local business owners because there's a bit of counterfeit cash going around. So what's happened, there was a burglary in Alice Springs and uh, offenders entered a property and then they stole a quantity of fake money and now they're using it around the place. The way that you can figure out that this, I mean, it's pretty... like pretty easy to spot. Yeah. The way you can figure out that these bills are fake is that they feature Steve Irwin. You wouldn't want to take a whack off a snake this size. She's just trying to tag Steve-O on the face. And Alf from Home and Away. Blamin' Crows, Vinny! Come back here, you little fun So the notes have their faces on it. Yeah, the $100 <laughs> yeah, bills okay. have... Um, they've replaced Sir John Monash and Dame Nellie Melba, and they've put those two blokes on there. Not only that, they've um, replaced the masked owl and the native wattle with a mining hall truck. Yeah, okay. Um, they've also, instead of the Shrine of Remembrance, they've now popped John Farnham on the voice. Yeah, okay. It's, it's such a discussion when these bills were coming out, when the new money was coming out and the Queen passed away, like, who would go on our money now? And Steve There was Ir- talks of Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin was, yeah. was thrown around pretty casually. It's good Alf, to see you got up there. Alf yeah. was not mentioned as much, so it's a funny one to see you on a what, bill. You know what, though? Listening back to that clip of Alf, it just it really made me miss my dad because like he used to yell like that. And it's like nostalgic <laughs> for me. Hey. Really beautiful stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but if, you, if all of that doesn't give you enough hints, the other thing is that they've changed Change the spelling of Australia. They've shortened to Australia. Oh, oh yeah, beautiful. all right, there it is. I vouch for that. <laughs> yeah. So is this? I the... mean, as far as I'm aware, Davo, this money seems more real than our money. Oh, look, I, in my heart and soul, if I get that hundred dollar bill, I'm using it. I'll move it to the NT. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need a bigger podcast. Davo, Tom and Callum, the podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Wrong, 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 wrong. It's a total fabrication. You're wrong. That That's is not, not the correct, correct answer. Davo, Tom and Cullen presents you got to get it wrong on Fresh 92.7. Yes, of course, playing you got to get it wrong. The game where it's 13 seconds to answer five questions incorrectly. And we are on a losing streak still, guys. We want a winner. We want a victor to break that bad streak. Four losses in a row. We're just Mm. looking for that one person to to break this bad luck, this curse on us, and get us back on the winner's list. Yeah, we just want someone to give us that razzle-dazzle. Let's see if Dion from Darlington can. Dion, mate, are you ready to get it wrong? No. Yeah, good start. Not his first rodeo. Ready, mate? Let's do this. (laughs) 
Woolworths and Coles are brands of what? Shoes. Name a vegetable. Banana. What's Callum's mum's name? Rose. Holmes, Homer Simpson is on what TV show? Family Guy. A way to eat eggs. Oh, just didn't sneak in there. Uh-huh. Mate, close, you know, close. I had a stumble as well, mate. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Hey, it was a team effort. <laughs> I blame All myself. Good. All right, let's move on to Ingle Farm with Zach. Zach, mate, do you think you have what it takes to get it wrong? Uh, probably not. All right, All right, okay. Mark Rusciuto is famous for what sport? Tennis. Judge Judy stars in what TV show? Oprah. Who rules the ocean? Don't know. What song does Sai sing? Yellow. Name a Harry Potter character. Tree. Hey. <laughs> I don't know about don't know. I don't, don't know. know. I like... It's a bit risky. I like the creativity for sure. I like that answer. <laughs> Zach, congratulations. You put us back on the winner's list for you got to get it wrong. You're going into the Hall of Fame, mate.